the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, Pastor, doesn't science disprove the Bible? Isn't Genesis just a fairy tale? Is God for real? Did he really create everything in six literal days? Didn't God just use the Big Bang? Why is there death and suffering? Did I really believe the Bible? Didn't man evolve from apes? For answers to these questions and more, stand by for Believing the Bible. Look what I found, Professor. What is it? Why, this is an excellent specimen of a fossilized trilobite gilligan, which is an extinct marine arthropod from the Paleozoic era. See, it has a carapace over its dorsal surface, and its ventral surface is segmentally divided longitudinally into three lobes. Simply fascinating. Gee, Professor, you always know everything about everything. Oh, now I wouldn't go that far, but I am a scientist who has studied a variety of scientific disciplines. Yeah, and you use a lot of big words, too. So, Professor, can you tell how old this fossil is? Certainly, Gilligan. This particular animal went extinct about 250 million years ago. Wow. Did you know that just by looking at it, Professor? Actually, we know how old it is by looking at the layer it came from. Oh, I see. So how do you know how old the layer is? That's simple, Gilligan. We know the age of the layer by the kinds of fossils we find in it. Oh, yeah, right, wait. If you know the age of the fossil by the layer it's in, and you know the age of the layer by the fossils you find in it, uh, uh, I don't get it. Don't worry, little buddy. It doesn't have to make sense to us. We have scientists to explain these things. Right, Professor? Hmm. Actually, Skipper, Gilligan has a point. I may have just subjected myself to the logical fallacy of circular reasoning. (laughs) And here I thought I was the only one who went around in circles. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, president of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association, along with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer, Ed Salswell, all directors at SABSA. We're here to reassure you, you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Carl, I love that. The great skip. I'll have to say that when I was listening to it, I was thinking, okay, we're going to have to explain this one, because unless you're about 45 or so, you're not going to remember Gilligan's Island. But you were telling me that's not the truth. Well, yeah, the uh, Gilligan's Island has been syndicated for a longer period of time than any other TV show in history, including I Love Lucy. So, yes. Got Lucy beat. Got Lucy beat. (laughs) And not the fossilized Lucy either. But the setup was that you had this mate on a ship who was really a goof, who was always chasing around, getting in problems and that kind of stuff. And you had this professor who they depended upon about everything. This guy would have had to have about seven PhDs to do everything he did on the island. And he taught high school, by the way. And he taught high school, right, which is nonsensical. One of the things he gets into in the skit is how we very often hear huge words from scientists. Makes them sound good. 
what I call scientific doublespeak. Boy, they must be right because they sound so knowledgeable. But we know nothing about what they're talking about. Our society is really dependent upon authorities who can deal with stuff. We can't all know everything. We can't be the professor. We can't have a PhD in biology and astronomy and all of this other kind of stuff. We're intimidated by authorities very often. And it hurts us when they don't report to us good stuff, positive stuff, or the things that they really should. In that skit, he caught himself. He said, ooh, this is circular reasoning. That is one of the things that needs to be talked about in terms of the identification of layers and index fossils. Do index fossils come with a note on them? I'm 500 million years old? No. It is assumed from the evolutionary process that these things are that old. Therefore, when they find these things in a certain rock layer, they date them as that old. Why do they date them that old? Because they assume evolution to be true. It's bad logic. If you use this logic in a logic course, you get an F. <laughs> That's also the problem with the silicon. Oh, yeah. So the grand problem is, how do we get out of this? Or what do we do with this? Carl, great skit. Well, as far as the layers we have, of the scientific studies going on at Colorado State University, flume studies, where particle sizes are going to be very reproducibly laid down through flows of water. So if you have fossils, let's say you have a whole group of nautiloids like we see in layers of sandstone in the Grand Canyon, these nautiloids are all about the same size and the same type of construction. So they are a particle, if you will, in this particular layer. So they're going to layer out uniformly, fairly uniformly. And other things which are of different size are going to layer out in different layers. So it's not that the nautiloid is older than things that are above it, but just a different size and layers out differently than things above it or below it. Terry, where do you go with this? Gilligan and the professor were talking about the dating of rock layers. In 1979 in Laetolia, Tanzania, which is in, I believe, on the the Indian Ocean on the east coast on the southern part of Africa. There were footprints found that had been covered by volcanic ash and the footprints were dated to be 3.75 million years. Uh But there was a problem with that. They had clearly human footprints in them. If you go to pbs.org, there's a science odyssey, human evolution, and you can read this yourself. There's a quote here. It says, the footprints also look remarkably like a human's. In fact, they look so, some scientists had a hard time believing that they were made by Australopithecus afarensis, which is Lucy's species, the only human ancestor known to have lived at that time. So basically, the scientists are so committed to the general theory of evolution and old Earth, they are so committed to that, that they can't believe their own eyes, what their own eyes are telling them. And it shows data bias. You're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Today we're talking about not really Gilligan's Island. We're really talking about our dependence upon authorities, the interpretation of data, the insertion of circular reasoning, and other things that make us what we're seeing that's given to us by authorities today. Our society has become so complex, extended because of technology and information, that we're dependent upon authorities. But the problem is authorities don't always tell us the truth. We've just found out that in the last decade, two leading organizations on climatological data 
the East Anglia group out of England as well as NOAA here in America have lied to us and messed with the climate change data for political purposes. Now who's NOAA? Not, no, not from the ARC, right? No, not, not from the ARC. You're talking about the, the National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration. Uh, and they are a group which are entrusted with looking at and informing us about climate data. And yet they cherry-picked data, it just came out this past year, to spur on Obama-era political agendas that climate change was proceeding at a rate that the data simply did not support. What we find is authorities often use bias on spurious data. When the Apollo 11 spacecraft came back with its load of rocks, the data was incredibly bad on that stuff. Some of the rocks, radiometrically, and we've talked before how bad radiometric dating is, but radiometrically, some of those rocks dated at 300 million years, whereas some of those rocks dated at 12 billion years and a lot in between. They were spread all over the place from 300 million up to 12 billion years. Well, a committee formed and said, okay, how old is the moon? And they came out with an answer of 3 billion years. Now, the reason they came up with 3 billion is it was a number in between and it was modal. There were a few more 3 billions, around 3 billions, than there were 4 billions or 6 billions or 12 billions or anything else. And so they said, okay, scientifically, this makes sense. Within a couple of years, they abandoned that dating and changed it to 4.2 billion because it led to moon capture theories and things that made no sense whatsoever. We often look at authorities as if they know what they're doing, but as in this case that's stated, they didn't. They're just a committee voting, not using good data. And in other cases, they are committing fraud, as was done with NOAA and East Anglia. And it's very difficult for us to make good judgments when there's such bias being inserted into what our authorities say. Y'all's closing comments. Well, in logic, again, that's known as the appeal to authority argument. If A lot of times when you are having a discussion with someone, they'll do that. And right here, this shows why it's a real problem. Why? Because I said so. <laughs> Yes. That's the at the core of this problem. Too often, it's because I said so, because I believe it, and not because there's good supporting data. We do not need to run from the Bible because some authority said so without good substantiation. You've got to check on what he said. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to why should you believe.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzville, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.